Welcome to SBO Perspectives. I am Zach Mitchell, here along with the esteemed John Bercato. That's right. And so this week, a brand new episode, fresh, right for spring. As we come out, we need to spring ahead into the future. And another timely, timely episode, as with every week they, they run off. I want to say that we really appreciate the gentleman on the show. I'll let John get into it and you know, stay tuned. Yeah, today we really get into the importance of the relationship with your fiscal advisor. And we have Noah Nadelson, uh, CEO of Munistat Services, and Alex Kerr, Vice President of Capital Market Advisors. And what they really do today is walk us through some potential issues and, you know, really some potential landmines coming forward with the Fed raising the rate and really just the importance of the relationship between the school business official and their fiscal advisor. Yeah, I think they do a really great job, though. You know, when it comes down to it, we don't know what the future may hold, but we do know there are a lot of existential factors happening in the financial markets that can affect us in, in the short term as well as the long term. So I think that hearing these folks and how they work with our peers can really help you be prepared within your district. So here's our interview with Alex and Noah. Today on the podcast, we have Noah Nadelson, CEO of Munistat Services, and Alexander Kerr, Vice President of Capital Market Advisors. Welcome, gentlemen. We're happy to have you on this morning. Thank you. Happy to be here. Gentlemen, it's so good to see you guys. I mean, I see you guys at all the events for the most part. You're always representing your, your firms. And I we knew we had to have you on in a very, very timely podcast where everything going on in the financial markets right now, you two being experts in dealing with school business. I mean, all the districts I know have either of you. And it's so it's so great to really have you on. So how's it been going? How's business wise? Good. Good, yeah. yeah. You know, a little slow for Q1, but hopefully we think things are going to pick up. Okay, okay. All right, so we'll, we'll hop right into it. So basically, again, we we know that um, you've been working with districts for quite some time. For our listeners out there, could you maybe just take a minute to tell us about, you know, your respective experiences, I guess, you know, working with school districts, right? And and what do you do, you know, in, that offer to benefit them, I guess? How do you support us SBOs? Okay, so one of the ways, or one of the most important ways that we support SBOs is, you know, we understand that our part of your day-to-day job is a very small part of what you do, right? You know, we try to support you by making that part of your, this part of your job easier. It could be as simple as just taking a phone call from a client, so allowing them to vent. It could be attending board meetings to support a school business official when he's going out to the community to, to show the community what a local share what the impact would be of a capital project for the community. It could be meeting with your superintendent or some of your board members to describe or explain parts of the borrowing and the issuance process. You know, what we do is it, it, it can be considered very complicated for some. And again, like I said, it's a small part of your day-to-day job. So we support SBOs by primarily just being available and, and, and helping you, you know, support your communities and explaining, you know, some of the intricacies of our job. You know, obviously, we develop your preliminary official statements to tell your district story when you're going out for an issuance. It's a mm-hmm. very important document. You know, that, that, that preliminary official statement is, is, is each district's document. So we try to give, and when we develop those, those POSs, we try to put the district in the best light, tell your story, get the most information out there to the investor, and just, just put you guys in it. To make you look to put yourselves in the best light. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we can just add. I mean, it, 
you know, just so that, you know, the kind of audience knows, I mean, really the core of the business is, you know, is borrowing bonds and vans and then, you know, tans, some of the districts, I mean, on Long Island and Westchester do tans, tax anticipation notes. And then, you know, along with that comes, you know, the rating agency reviews. And, and then of course, the, probably, you know, one of the more important things lately has been just like kind of state aid and building aid planning. You know, it's, and, and as Alex was saying, I mean, it is, it's, Jack, you and I, we were talking before, it's, you know, we came from that similar background, that investment advisory service yes. and, you know, service, you know, service, that's what we were taught, right? Service is paramount, yep. right? So right. It, it's, it, you know, sometimes again, I'll give a, I'll give a shout out to Kevin Coffey. I mean, sometimes he calls me like seven, seven thirty in the morning on his mm. way to, on his way to the office, you know? <laughs> so, and, 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 you know, when someone calls you, especially maybe Kevin, if he calls you at seven o'clock in the morning, you're like, oh shit, it's something wrong, you know? Yeah. Correct. Um, What's going on? <laughs> but but he just I, you know so that's right away you figure oh okay is it and then he's I said oh is it, you know maybe he's got a flat tire or something I don't know but so <laughs> I, he said no 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 I, I I knew you'd pick up so I figured I you know I knew you'd pick up so I figured awesome. I'd call so you know I did and and that's the thing it just you know we you just gotta you know we've mm -hmm. become you know like that trusted advisor you know because and that's why we go to all these events. You know the uh, the asbos because mm -hmm. you know to you know we're not necessarily you know totally in, but we, we need to keep apprised of what's making you guys crazy too. You sure, know? absolutely. That's no, something you know. I've I've never thought of calling my fiscal advisor at seven thirty in the morning. So I'm glad to know that's an option if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> you know we don't we don't we don't look to you know publicize that all the time. But of you course, know now you get some well calls. now it's too late. It's out on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> Well, um, so you, you did speak to, you know, being service focused and really putting your energy into making sure that, you know, your clients are, are getting what the services they need. So I think maybe transitioning to probably what you're hearing from your clients now is the interest rates are starting to creep up. The Fed just bumped at 25 basis points and has kind of signaled that it could happen six more times throughout the year. So what do you see as an effect on school districts and what advice can you give out to SBOs that, you know, maybe look to borrow in the future? Noah, do you want to start? Sure. Yeah. So, so on the investment side, you know, we're not, we're not, although that's, you know, that was my background. We're not, we're not investment advisors. So we're not supposed to give out that type of, you know, you know, advice. However, yeah, I mean, that's instant, right? So when that, when the Fed raised the rates, I mean, the next day rates are higher, right? So now there's always a lag, there's always a lag with the, you know, with the banks, you know, you're not getting a call on March 7th, you know, on March 16th, they raise rates, March 17th, the banks don't call you up and say, Hey, look, interest rates are higher. You know, there's always going to be a lag and the market on the borrowing side has actually been working that, that in that interest rate in. So what you're seeing is you might be borrowing <clears throat> bands and, you know, last year you were getting a quarter of a point. Now it's one and a quarter, you know, but, <clears throat> but the, but you haven't been getting it on the investment side. So, you know, but I think that on the first, you know, the first thing that, you know, and again, for those that do TANs are familiar with the TAN cash flow. I mean, you know, it's a simple, simple tool, right? Just 12 comms on a page, you know, July through, you know, June and, you know, identify, you know, any excess funds, if there is such a thing, you know, that, that you can and that you can, and then, you know, be squeaky with the banks, right? And you need an aggressive treasurer, who's willing to, you know, to, to, you know, stay on top of that, but you should definitely do, be doing a cash flow because you don't, there are certain times in the year where you maybe can tie up funds for, you know, a little bit longer if, if mm -hmm. necessary. And, and, 
you know, and the banks might not want to hear me say this, but, you know, there's also smaller regional banks, you know, classes is another thing that from time to time, maybe you can, you know, kind of establish a relationship with some when the new, when the new banks, and this happens from time to time. And there are some that are, that are actually trying to make a little bit of splash. Well, they'll come out and, and, Mm -hmm. and give you rates that are, you know, that are, you know, more acceptable, I I guess, you know, but it's, it's going to happen. And that's the, that's the, that's the upside, I guess, in, mm-hmm. in all this, is that the investment income, you know, should hopefully offset some of these, the other, you know, the, the other rise in expenses. Yeah, just to piggyback off of what Noah was going to say, he kind of took what I was going to say word for word. My advice would be to pressure your banking relationship, right? You know, like, just as Noah was saying, there's a lot of banks out there that are, you know, moving and looking to to pick up business from districts and they might be able to give you, you know, an extra few basis points on your investments mm. um, where your current banking relationship, you know, might've gotten stale or they might've gotten a little you know, too comfortable with that, with that relationship. So certainly like, like Noah said, yeah, you know, if you have an aggressive uh, business office that is looking for opportunities, certainly this is the time. I know there's a bank, I don't know if we don't want to drop names on this podcast, but upstate that that certainly is already looking to you know buy refunding bond deals without a without an OS and without a rating. Wow, that, that might be an option because with, with with rates moving forward, a lot of our and, and you know Noah was saying that the market kind of already was 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 anticipating that the Fed was going to raise rates in March, so we saw that rates were steadily increasing since January. So that was starting to get priced in already. So yeah, I, I think that you know it, it's important for districts to to see what's out there and, and what's available. And, and I guess what I was going to say about refundings is you know we've seen a lot of the potential savings get eaten up now because rates are climbing. So certainly that's something to take a look at. And I would just say for TANs, for those districts that do issue issue TANs, the one thing with you know rates going up now, you know as Noah said, you know on your investment accounts last year you're probably getting you know. Pennies, you know, know, now with with, with interest rates going up, you know, you really have to look at when you're issuing a TAN, do you, you know, when you're structuring your TAN, are you going to, are you going to fall under the safe harbor rule? Are you going to expend 90% of that TAN issuance within six months of issuance? Because now it could arbitrage be, be, you know, for TANs, you know, I don't know, you know, that was one of the things when I was looking through the questions. I, I was interested to see what Noah would say about that as well, you know, because that's something well, that TANs we haven't seen in the last few years, you know, we've been borrowing a little bit more and, and, and that hasn't been an issue and it could be moving forward. That would be one thing I would say. You know, it's interesting you brought that up, Alex. You know, that's one, it's the next question and I actually was thinking of posing and maybe t- twisting it a little bit. You know, we know as you both advise school districts, you help secure this financing. But now it seems like there, there's some new challenges being presented to the current market, right? You know, and I, I was thinking about the arbitrage aspect because for school districts, that's how it used to be years ago, right? Um, but like, as you said, rates being so low, it wasn't really an opportunity for that. But, you know, do you see these challenges in current market out of you? And if not, do you foresee any future or anything else on the be able to look out when it comes to borrowing in the future? Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's I guess when it comes to, first of all, there's always going to be a market, you know, for, for us, you know, in New York, you know, there's always an active market. I mean, the interest, the, the, the you know, the problem is going to be interest rates. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't, and sometimes, you know, like John, you're working on a, you know, a capital project and, and maybe you're, you know, you have to estimate the interest rate for the ensuing year. And those that budget for tens, I mean, you guys start this thing, 
you guys start so early on your budgets, right? right? I mean, the financials are done and then bang, you, you move right into the budget. November, December, people are calling us up saying, oh, so how much do you think we should budget for TAN interest? Meanwhile, you're not, you're not, you know, you're not, or ban interest, you know, meanwhile, you're not borrowing for another seven, eight, nine months, right? And right. and so, you know, we were trying to be on top of it this year in the, in the beginning of the year, because the first, the month of January saw the biggest move in 40 years, right, in the, in the municipal bond market. Now, you know, again, rates are still low, right? So you put it into, put into perspective, but so, you know, again, some people on their short-term borrowings were borrowing, you know, we're, you know, a quarter of a point, if not less. And and now, you know, at the beginning of the year, we was saying it was looking like a one and a quarter. And then I literally calling people back a month later and say, remember that conversation? <laughs> because <laughs> rates are going again, you know? And so it, it makes it, that's, you know, everything that you guys do, everything, you know, when it comes to borrowing, we're not practical, it, you know, it's not practical what, what the, the environment that you guys operate right. under, right? You need SED approvals. You have, you know, you know, construction, you know, construction delays, you know, this construction season is only a specific time. You know, you have to work it into the tax cap. You know, that's why bans are, are, are so prevalent because they give you that, you know, that flexibility, you know, to start off with the, start off with the project, but you know, it's, it's uh, so, you know, again, from a market perspective, it just it just rates, and that's and that's the tough, that's really the tough part. But it, but you know, I'm I'm not concerned about access to market access in the market for you guys. I'm just you know concerned about what's going to happen once we get there. Yeah, I would agree with that. I wouldn't really think that there would be an issue with access. I think some of the challenges that you may face is there might be extra steps that might <laughs> that might have to be built in. For instance. You know, for most of our clients, if you're if you're a double A rated school district, right, you're going out for a large tanner ban. For the most part, we haven't been advising our clients to go out for a short note rating with one of the rating agencies. Okay. Perhaps now, if the Fed keeps raising rates, that might be something that you would ask your financial advisor to do a cost analysis to see. You know, could you save a few basis points by getting a note rating with one of the rating agencies? to make that note offering a little bit more attractive. And that's something we haven't had to do in the past that now with a you know, rate environment that we might be getting into, you know, that might be something you might have to look at. You know, same with the bond side, you know, might, maybe bond insurance might be coming back for some of our other school districts that perhaps are you know, on the lower end of the AA spectrum or on the single mm-hmm. A spectrum. You know, so it might be you know, a, a, an extra step that you haven't had to do in the past that you know, you may have to moving forward, or you may have may not go out for an initial note rating, but you may have an underwriter buy your your ban or your tan, and they may come back to your FA and say, "Hey, do you mind if we get these notes rated?" And you know, we'll say, "Of course." And then you know, the school business official might have to answer five questions and send it to a rating agency. So there might be an extra step. But yeah, I would agree with Mo. No, I don't think market access will, will necessarily be an issue. You might not see as many investors as you have in the past, but you always get bids. Uh, Great, great. And, you know, districts are subject to legislation and everything that's coming down from the state. And it's been a pretty quiet budget year, respectively, with what we've seen in the past. So moving forward, do you either of you, have you seen or been aware, made aware of any legislation that may affect school districts or municipalities, whether that be positive or negative? And, you know, what might that due to schools moving forward in terms of like maybe with federal funding or anything like that? Times have been good. I think, I think, I think everybody has to be super, super cautious. I mean, it's not, it's not, you know, in terms of, 
you know, legislation. There's little things, you know, they're trying to build, they're trying to bring bring back a little bit more, you know, one of these, another round of stimulus with, you know, different provisions. But those are small little things that, you know, will kind of, you know, keep you, you know, prized up, like bringing back advanced refundings, bringing, you know, expanding, you know, bank qualified. These are little things that are maybe, you know, getting That's in. That's a good point, though. You know, they, they do. Advanced refundings, that would be. Yeah, would be yeah, they, yeah. they're going to help a little bit, but it's not, you know, this is not major. I think, I think we, we, you know, on the downside, and, and I don't know what it is. I, I I tend to read all the stuff that I do read is all guys that are pessimists. I don't know, but I mean, but it but it's true. I, mean, I you know, it's just conservative by nature. That's why we're in public finance, I guess. You know, it's it's you got to go back. You got to go back to, and this I, I guess this is a word of caution for you know, kind of everyone, right? If you if you go back to you know, say 2008 ish. I mean, that's, that's where I, I think about where, when things, you know, things went, you know, down there, we had a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a crisis there. So it's, you know, you know, market values, you know, homes and stuff, home values were going down. Nobody could pass a bond vote, you know, and then, and then all of a sudden the, the government starts stimulating the economy. And by mm-hmm. the time 2016 comes around, we would, we were headed for, you know, a real slowdown, but then the, the tax cuts, you know, kind of came in, you know, from there and then and then COVID hits and now this flood that market with money again. And, you know, this is real. I mean, it's going to be, I, you know, you guys, you guys, it's it's a tough, you guys are in a tough, tough position. And and I think I always like to remind people that, you know, I think it was, you know, I remember Dr. Gavin said this one time, he said in, in times like these, it's it's important to remember there's always been times like these. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, wow. when, when you, you know, we can't get, ca- it's been easy. I mean, you guys have this 2% tax cap thing. And I guess, you know, the, the, the good part about that is that everybody's just been passing budgets, right? You guys have been, you guys have been real lucky, mm-hmm. right? Because I, I think that because people realize, okay, it's 1.8%, or, you know, one point, you know, and, and, you know, people don't get, you know, kind of up in arms in that, about that, but, you know, this, you know, people starting to feel it, man. You look at the gas prices, look at it, the pump. Yeah. Well, that's, know, I mean, that, it's, that's, you know, I, my fear is that sentiment is going to be, you know, you know, people are just not going to want to, you know, tolerate anything. Bond votes are going to be tough. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's really starting to feel it. And again, my, most people don't, aren't around. We've had such a run and, and, you know, you, I mean, we're all, I don't know, approximately the same age. I'm probably the oldest one on this call. And then, yeah. but do you guys remember sitting on gas lines and doing things like that or, or, or mortgage rates being 14% or something like that? You know, I'm not, I'm not That's, predicting any of that stuff, but, but, but remind your boards, yeah. remind your boards, don't get too carried away. We're, we're getting a lot of money. Money's flowing now. It's cool. The next couple well, of years might be good, but you know, well, this Noah, might, I don't want to, I'm not interrupt you, but I mean, yeah. you know, this is, this is the next question too. They're all designed to have this conversation. You know, the war is looming right now in Ukraine, right? And then these other catalysts, you're talking about the gas prices, you know, the supply chain issues, you know, what should we be looking at toward our future, right? Because I know, like, like even Dr. Austin Gavin, I, I remember him, while wow, he was great <laughs> to say that, these times have been here before, those other times, it's cyclical. This whole process is cyclical, the markets. Go back to the early 1900s. So for us, we should be prepared beforehand. And that's how I always think. Mm. I think I put my, my investment advisor cap on and say, listen, 
It's not just about today. It's about, you know, the future, being prepared, and of course, being conservative, right? We're school districts. We, we, we have fiduciary responsibility for taxpayers' dollars. So my thing is, having what you said, maybe both you and Alex speak to this, like, what should we be doing to position ourselves better to maybe offset some someone to fall out from, again, I mean, we can't sustain this. And, you know, the money, actually, the influx of federal funds is talking about two more years, and that's it. Mm. But what's going to happen after that? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a concern. Yeah, I mean, you know, so, and, and what, you, what do you do? I mean, you got to strike, you know, you, and look, you, you know, it's, it's, you know, Jack, you've been probably the best thing that, you know, your district has going for you is, is the fact that you've been there for a while and you, and the continuity has been, has been good. And, and, and so obviously that reflects well on you. So they respect you and they respect your opinion. And so, you know, I mean, you, you got to strike fear into these people. I, I mean, you know, it, it's, you know, there's people that, oh, well, we have this fund balance. Maybe we should get back or maybe we shouldn't go tax. No, this is the time when you squirrel it away. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you we don't have a crystal away. ball. And, exactly. and, and, and guys, I mean, you know what you do is, is, you know, you got to remind, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, co- I always come back to these things and, and, and remind people and tell them, people haven't seen this. People are, our age haven't seen anything like this. Now, I don't, I don't know where it's going to end. I really don't, you know, but it doesn't, but it's hitting home, you know, and you guys, your, your, your budgets are the worst. Every single thing you touch is, is, you know, is exposed to this inflation, right? With the, between food, I don't know, utilities, transportation, supplies, all that stuff. Right. right. So, you know, you just got to put it, you know, just, just keep hitting that message and, you know, hopefully you'll be wrong. Right. And everything will be and everything exactly. will be good. Everything will be good. But that's OK. You yeah. know, that's OK. Yeah. Well, you both have given us some great items to consider here. And our listeners, I'm sure, will be immensely thankful to, to hear all this inside knowledge. But we always like to give our guests an opportunity to just, you know, expound on what we've talked about and maybe just give some general advice to school businesses. School, excuse me, school business officials across the state. So, you know, Alex, starting with you, what, you know, generally would you want to say to, to the listeners? Yeah, I mean, one of the best pieces of advice I could I could give is, is keep your, your essay in the loop, right? Right. <laughs> you know, as, as Noah could probably attest to, you know, we, we generally hate surprises. You know, I hate that phone call that I get where someone says, you know, I need $20 million in two weeks. How can, how can you move forward with this? Impossible. Uh, you know, keep your essays in the loop of what's going on. Keep in mind, you know, some of the things that we're talking about that, you know, the length of issuance might be a little bit more. And what I mean by that is, you know, typically we need four to five weeks advance notice for a short term borrowing, you know, six to eight weeks, depending on what your rating agency is for a bond issuance. So, you know, always keep your FAs in the loop so we know what you're thinking. And, you know, just kind of just piggybacking on what you were just talking about, about supply issues and how that may impact the capital project. I've already seen it happen with quite a few clients already where they've, they had plans to, you know, complete a, a phase of their capital project this summer. And because of the co- rising cost- Three, four supply, times the cost. Nuts. And supply issues. They've had to issue a ban because they can't go to bond. They, they're not going to close out their project to bond. So keep in mind that you may be issuing a few more series of bans, depending on you know what where what stage you are in your capital mm-hmm. projects. Mm-hmm. So it's important to not only you know keep your FAs in the loop, but also keep a close eye on your architects and your construction managers and make sure they're providing and updated construction cash flows. 
So you know what your you know needs will be for the upcoming year. So your FAs can you know review that with bond counsel and advise you to the best of our ability. Yeah, and you know it's it's funny. You, you guys' job got a whole lot tougher. You know, there used to be a lot more interim. When I came into business, like it seemed like everybody was like there was so many interims out there, you know. But it, it's you know now I mean I, you guys got a really 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 tough job. And and so like Alex was saying, I mean we. We are here. You'd be surprised, you know, I mean, you know, out of all the guys that you, you know, kind of deal with, you know, I mean, I think we got the best side of the business, right? Because, you know, you have, you know, we're finance guys just like you, right? So, mm-hmm. so it's, you know, we kind of feel, we feel the pain. You guys have like this lonely world out there, right? Where, you know, I mean, if you, even your accountants, yeah, they're finance people, but, you know, they have to sit there and tell you about Gatsby stuff. I mean, that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. not too exciting or, or the attorneys, you know, you know, you got to deal with them. Oh, go on. They're all critical roles. They play critical roles, but I, I think that we, you know, we understand it. And so that's why we're, you know, you know, kind of here, but you know, one of the things that we've been you know, talking about lately, again, on the building, you know, the capital improvement, building aid kind of stuff is, is multi, you know, that's why multi-year planning is, is, is critical, you know, and, and looking at, you know, looking out, we could do all kinds of, you know, projections for, you know, state aid and, and building aid, you know, as, as it, you know, as it lines up, you know, with, you know, as you know, one, a lot of the things that's in vogue right now is to kind of like back into a capital project if, you know, if you have that falling off. So, but it's, it's, even if you don't have something going on, you can, you can still do projections based on, you know, stuff that you're doing out of capital reserve or available funds. And so, you know, right. capital multi-year planning is critical now and you don't have to go out too far, just go, you know, the next three years or so, mm-hmm. you know, you guys are already doing it on that building conditions and, you know, survey and five-year facilities plan you're already doing something like that but you know that's critical it's it's a reason why Mm -hmm. you have to you're required to do that but you can also do that here with the with the capital projects and you know involving us on in on that stuff too right well we yeah we can't thank you enough today for your time this has been so valuable and a lot of great points made here so we again appreciate it thank you again and we'll be in touch awesome guys thanks so much all right have a good one Thanks for tuning in for another SBO Perspectives podcast with Alex and Noah today of the fiscal advisors. We had a great conversation and really some great insight in terms of what we should be as school business officials looking for in the future. Awesome, awesome insight. I mean, Alex and, and Noah, and it, they're really personable. And that's one of the reasons why we have folks yeah. like this on too, because, you know, and I guess folks around the state, you have your own FAs out there, but in our area, they really lend to the relationship. Right. And I think that supersedes everything, whether business comes about it or not. They know the importance of you being prepared. So hopefully you got a lot of good information out of this podcast. And, you know, moving forward, we have a lot more coming in store for you. So enjoy this episode. We thank you again for listening. And as we move out of the first quarter, we wish you all a nice, happy spring and budget season continued. And we'll talk to you soon. So this is Jack Mitchell, SEO Suspectus, signing off. Thanks, everyone.